Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. The Philadelphia CityCast is presented by BetRivers. BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting, and it has you covered for the NFL season. They are offering same-game parlays in all pro football matchups. They are bringing back their Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million Beat the Spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each and every week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at BetRivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to bet. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. Quarterback controversy. Is it even a question? I mean, Gardner Minshew, they're starting to build the statue right, ne- right next to Nick Foles. Let's, let's get into it. Welcome back, Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, and we're going to react of course, to the Eagles. Big win at the Meadowlands. I mean, listen, when I say big win, the Jets stink. Uh, Still a lot of question marks around the Eagles, but backup quarterback, important game where the Eagles needed to find a way to get back into the win column before the bye week, and that's this week now, so no game to talk about this week, but there's still plenty, plenty to get into. So let's, let's do exactly that. And my my initial thoughts on the 33-18 to 18 win, uh, Eagles cover the number, and regardless of what number you got, because this number, we talked about it all week last week, as we always do. It got up to seven at one point at Bet Rivers, six and a half, six, floating around between six and seven, but it got up to seven. Uh, and then the news finally dropped, uh, the official announcement that 
Jalen Hurts was not going to start at the Meadowlands against the Jets. Uh, and then, you know, by the time, you know, up until kickoff, right right before kickoff, kickoff I should say, uh, the number got down to five points. So Eagles closed as a five-point favorite. The over hits on the total, which was right around 45, 45 and a half. And it didn't feel like this was going to be a comfortable win once it was all said and done. I mean, you you look at this thing, and both the Eagles and the Jets scored on their first three possessions. I mean, it, it looked like it was going to be a complete shootout between two, you know, one not-so-great team and, and one horrible team in the New York Jets. Eagles could not get the Jets' offense off the field. Well, they, they finally did, uh, and... At halftime, what was it? It was 24-18. to 18. Uh, Eagles were winning. And then once the second half got underway, Eagles, they were able to pull away away from things. I mean, Minshew completed, what, his first 12 passes, and offense looked really good. And you didn't know what to expect going into this game, as we discussed all week leading up to it. Eagles were shorthanded, right? Like the Jets, they're a bad football team. But Jordan Howard was out. Jalen Hurts was out. Boston Scott was sick the entire week. He only ended up playing three snaps. He didn't get any touches on offense. And you, you look at those three guys, Jordan Howard, Jalen Hurts, and, and Boston Scott, they've been a huge part of the Eagles' success in the running game. Those three, those three players, Howard, Hurts, uh, and Scott, they've combined to rush for over – 1,200 yards, 1,254 yards on the ground, 5.4 average, and 15 touchdowns between the three of them. One of those being the quarterback, one of them on the practice squad for over two months to start the year, and the other one, Boston Scott, didn't have a carry until seven weeks into the season. So you only had Miles Sanders and the fifth-round rookie, Kenny G, a.k.a. Kenny Gainwell, um, who, who hasn't really seen the field at all as of late and and what were they able to do the eagles were able to um rush for 185 yards 41 carries 185 yards four four and a half yards of pop um unbelievable <laughs> right almost once again 200 yards on the ground uh and it was done without three of the four leading rushers on your football team all right, and, and I want to get into Nick Sirianni a little bit and how he called the game. I mean, hint, I, I thought he did a, a brilliant job. Uh, but the bottom line is this, right? We can joke and make fun of and just, you know, flat out reasonably criticize this Eagles team. But the one thing you cannot criticize them on, on is their offensive line. That This Eagles offensive line, it's, it's the best offensive line in the football, period, bottom line. And that's the one area that you can point to that can give you some hope and, and relative confidence that this Eagles team at the very least will make the postseason, right? Like we, we've, we all know about the Eagles schedule the rest of the way. And a little bit later in this episode, I want to talk about Dallas, Washington, and your Philadelphia Eagles, because this is going to be an entertaining race to the finish line here. I mean, all of the pundits and even locally here, you know, we, for a while, Oh, it's it's Dallas's division, you know, and and quite frankly, it it, it probably is, uh, but but they're going to have to take care of their own business, right? This is not going to be a walk in the park for Dallas, 
uh, down the stretch here in the month of December and into early January. So we're going to get into the updated odds uh, and all three of those teams' schedules and, and how the rest of this season can potentially shape up. But you know, back to this game, the Eagles, the offense just looked... I don't want to say it looked too different, but sure, it, let's just call it what it is. It looked a lot different uh, than what we've grown used to here watching this Philadelphia Eagles team. And, you know, Gardner Minshew, Minshew mania, the offense looked efficient, right? Listen, he, Gardner Minshew is what he is, and I'm not sitting here implying he should start the rest of the season or there's a controversy, but we did get to see how Nick Sirianni game plans and, and calls games with, with a different type of quarterback. Um, and, and, you know, one player who certainly benefited, Dallas Goddard, uh, caught caught two touchdown passes from Gardner Minshew uh, and just racked up the stat sheet. Six catches, 105 receiving yards, 17.5 average on each catch, two touchdowns, uh, a, long, a long catch of 36 yards. Quez Watkins chipped in for three catches, 60 yards. You know, the one area where you're, you're disappointed in, I guess, um, it's hard to be disappointed after a, a 33-18 win. But, you know, Devontae Smith once again was quiet, two catches, 15 yards. He was targeted four times. Jalen Rager, by the way, I don't know how they let that dude back on the bus. Um, he 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 struggled in, in the return game, in, in the punt return game, in the kick return game. He almost had a couple costly errors there. Um, man, he is just clearly mentally going through it right now. Jalen Rager, that is. But nonetheless, that that's not what this episode is about. Gardner Minshew finished the day 20 of 25, two touchdowns, no interceptions, a quarterback rating of 133. He was he did his job, and he did his job almost to perfection for um, what what we could have expected. Right, And how about Miles Sanders? I'll give him a ton of credit who it's someone I don't want to say I've criticized before, but I guess I have when it comes to uh, the, the conversation of him being a true number one workhorse type of back. He had 24 carries for 120 yards. He didn't find the end zone, but my goodness, Miles Sanders, um, a huge reason why the Eagles were able to come away with the win and help get this team to six and seven going into their bye week this week. I'm I'm relieved a little bit that the Eagles got the win. People trust um, Cooper as their first but, choice. You know, most important Cooper here. Committed, compassionate, complete. I'm just I'm excited for this for this final stretch. I'm excited for this final stretch uh, once the Eagles come back from the bye. And there's plenty for Eagles fans to keep an eye on this week while the Eagles rest up and and you know relax, so to speak, before they get come back from their bye. You look through the first seven games of this season, the Eagles were 27th in the NFL with only 23 rushing attempts per game, and they were 14th in the NFL, averaging 117 rushing yards per game. We all know what's changed. Since then, the Eagles have averaged 41 runs and 211 rushing yards per game. That's from Ruben Frank. They're 4-2, and two, and despite that slow, ugly start. The Eagles lead the NFL uh, since week seven with 160 rushing yards per game now on the year. It was only the Jets, and yeah, they stink. 
but a win's a win in the NFL, and it's tough to get them. Uh, and there's a lot of positives, and and it's going to be an entertaining week on, on sports talk radio, and and just you know throughout the Delaware Valley, throughout the city of Philadelphia, because I know there are a lot of Eagles fans that are are clamoring for Gardner Minshew now, and and they liked what they saw in that game at the Meadowlands against the Jets. And I also know there's a ton of fans that are shaking their heads and saying, no, this is Jalen Hurts' team. He's going to return. And I agree. Jalen Hurts needs to return. He needs to continue to pass this test, and he needs to put more on film uh, so so this organization can properly assess what they have at quarterback and the decisions that they're going to make or not going to make coming up this offseason. But nonetheless, a big win. Gardner Minshew, 20-25, really efficient. He had fun in the huddle. We heard stories from Miles Sanders saying, you know, Gardner was making jokes in the huddles when he was calling the plays. And uh, the team looked really sharp in the passing attack. The defense certainly didn't look great, but they settled in in the second half. Uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets just, they don't have enough uh, to to scare you over over four quarters, right? And the Eagles, a rough start there, exchanging points, both teams scoring on their first three drives each of the game, but Eagles pulling away in that second half. Uh, and, and we'll recap a lot of it now uh, throughout the week here. All right, so coming up in just a second, I want to talk about the schedule, the remaining schedules for, of course, the Eagles, but looking at Washington and Dallas as well. We'll look at the updated odds at Bet Rivers for the NFC East. Uh, so a lot to get into here and, of course, throughout the entire week. The Flyers, they fire their head coach, Vigneault. Uh, and, you know, what's next? They, they lose eight straight. They lost Monday night now. Um, it, it's a mess for the Philadelphia Flyers organization. Uh, they're back in action on Wednesday in Jersey, taking on the Devils. We have a lot of Sixers talk we'll get to throughout the week as well. They get a win in overtime Monday night in Charlotte, and then uh, they have a, a you know a, a two-game series, if you want to call it that. Wednesday night, Sixers are playing the Hornets uh, in a really big game Saturday night in Philadelphia as Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors come to town. So we have plenty, plenty to get into all week long with the Eagles still on the bye, including plenty of Eagles and NFL talk. So... Uh, make sure you are following the show. You're subscribed to the Philadelphia CityCast on all of your podcast platforms. You're following me on Twitter at WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. All right, coming up next here, I want to look at the landscape of the NFC East. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. The VEASAN Mid-Season Football Special is here. Put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you from now through February for only $99. You get daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com. 
Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of the football season. That's right, for only $99. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Ah, it's a Minshew victory Monday in Philadelphia. Welcome back to the Philadelphia City Cast. Eagles win 33-18 at the Meadowlands. Taken down Wilson and the New York football Jets. Uh, and Washington, they go out to Vegas and they get a win 17-16 over the Raiders. Washington now 6-6. Six and six. Look out for Washington here, people. You, you look at the NFC East right now and the Cowboys... Still with, I don't want to say a commanding lead, uh, but they're in first place with a record of eight and four. You have Washington six and six, and now the Philadelphia Eagles at six and seven. And you look at the schedules for each of these three teams over the next uh, four or five weeks here. It's going to be interesting. This is going to be an interesting little race to the finish line here, both in the division and for uh, that seventh seed for the NFC playoff pitcher, all right? So updated odds for the NFC East. The Cowboys, who were heavily favored for quite some time, they're still the overwhelming favorite, if you will, at minus 560. Uh, but then you have Washington with the second best odds at plus 550. And then your Philadelphia Eagles at 15 to 1. And let, let's be real here. This is, this is the Cowboys' division to lose. And... Uh, they they have a relatively commanding lead. I mean, Washington, they're just straight up two games back of the Dallas Cowboys. And, and those two teams still have to play each other twice. The Eagles still have to play Washington twice, right? So that that's what makes this final stretch just completely wide open. Listen, Washington's been playing some really good football as of late. And, and I don't know what to make of the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they, they get the win feels like centuries ago to start this week off this past week off I should say on Thursday night football against the Saints um you know the Saints turned the ball over four times in that game and and it was still a ball game you know Cowboys end up winning that game 27-17 but my point is Dallas doesn't look like the Dallas Cowboys that we saw you know in the months of September and October Washington doesn't look like the team that we saw in those months either but for the better uh, and the Eagles, we don't know what to make of the Eagles, uh, but we know they're better than what we saw in those first seven weeks. But can they be consistent? Can they be healthy? Uh, yet to be determined. All right, so let's look at the schedule here this week. And Eagles are on the bye, um, but we got a good one. We have a good one, Washington and Dallas. And the bottom line is this. Eagles fans are going to have to be Cowboys fans this week. And I know that's tough to hear. And you look at the division and you say, well, if we want the Eagles to win the division, no. All right, it's too much of a long shot right now. Right, right now, what you need is Washington to lose to the Dallas Cowboys because Washington is a team that you still have to play twice. Uh, but that's, that's who you're going to be competing with here. I think Washington and San Francisco are the two teams uh, that the Eagles are going to have to keep a close eye on in that fight for the seventh and final playoff spot in the NFC. So you have Washington. They're at home uh, welcoming in the Dallas Cowboys this week while you know the Eagles are just going to be at home watching the game on the couch. 
And I'll get to that game in just a second. I'm trying to pull up the odds actually here on Bet Rivers. I had it up. Um, and while I do that, so you have Dallas going to Washington. And then when the Eagles come back from their bye, Eagles play Washington uh, at home in Philadelphia. Then you have the Eagles at home against the Giants. Then the Eagles travel to Washington. Uh, and then the Eagles welcome in Dallas to finish the season at home in Philadelphia. All right, that, that We all know the schedule by now, but man, two opportunities to take down Washington, another opportunity to take down Dallas, uh, and, and you should hopefully be able to get some revenge on the New York Giants at home after a game uh, the first time that we all know, you know fresh in our memory now at this point just last week where the Eagles turned it over four times and they still had a chance to chance to win with Jalen Rager's brutal drop at the end there um, and, and I want to get to Washington's schedule and Dallas's schedule as well all right here it is that's what I thought four and a half so Dallas is four and a half point favorites going into Washington the total for that game set at 49 money line the Cowboys are minus 200 Washington plus 163 right now um, early in the week, I think my lean would be on taking the points with Washington. But nonetheless, we'll, we'll break that game down a little bit later in the week. So you look at Dallas's schedule, right? So they go to Washington this upcoming week. Then they go to the Giants. Then Washington goes to Dallas. Then Dallas plays Arizona in Dallas. Uh, and then the Cowboys end in Philadelphia. You look at Washington's schedule, Dallas this week in Philly, in Dallas, home against the Eagles, and then in the Meadowlands against the Giants. So Washington's schedule is all NFC East. Dallas, Philly, Dallas, Philly, Giants. The Eagles' remaining schedule, all NFC East. After the bye week this week, Washington, Giants, Washington, Dallas, uh, and the Cowboys, NFC East, sprinkled in, the Arizona Cardinals, Washington Giants, Washington Cardinals at home, and then in Philadelphia. So this is this is going to be fun down the stretch for the NFC East. Uh, you know, the three teams here, Dallas, Washington, and Philadelphia. It's going to be pretty much wide open. Um, and it looks like the Eagles fans, we're going to have to be Dallas Cowboys fans this week. That's just the reality. Um, to make it even more wide open, in that hunt for the seventh spot in the NFC, but we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk more about it throughout the week. Minshew mania, it was great to see. I love that video that um, sort of went viral, got thrown around online uh, of Minshew post game in the parking lot before he gets on the bus, you know, punching his dad in the chest, all fired up. You you gotta love it. You you can't feel anything but but happy for Gardner Minshew, the person, and the backup quarterback. And and that's what he's going to be. He's going to go back to number two when the Eagles come back from the bye week. But, hey, it's it's nice to know uh, that if something happens, and hopefully it doesn't, but if something happens with Jalen Hurts again, uh, we, we should feel relatively comfortable, at least for the remaining regular season games that the Eagles have, if Gardner Minshew's number has to be called once again. All right, Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. A couple of other items I just wanted to bring up, and we'll get more into them uh, on the next episode. 76ers, I'm recording this late Monday night. Um, 76ers get the win earlier tonight on Monday in overtime in Charlotte. 
127-124. I posted on my Twitter that I actually like the Hornets plus 7.5. So that cashed as the Sixers only win by three points. But nice job. They get the win, do what they need to do in a game where there's players missing on both sides due to COVID and just a variety of other reasons. Uh, They'll have the Hornets again in Charlotte Wednesday night, and we'll preview that matchup a little bit more uh, on the Wednesday episode. But there's a report now uh, that came out early Monday morning that, you know, Damian Lillard has said he would he would welcome Ben Simmons to Portland, that he would love uh, to play alongside Ben Simmons. And, you know, Damian Lillard is seemingly the 1A prize that 76ers fans have been having their eye on. And, and just that's the name that's been thrown around a lot in rumors and reports uh, throughout the NBA trade discussions but cj mccollum uh we talked about him a little bit a month or two ago i think at this point but i I like cj mccollum's game i would happily with open arms welcome cj mccollum here into philadelphia uh to play alongside joel Embiid. so that's one of the new rumors as it relates to ben simmons and the nba trade discussions and rumors uh so we'll we'll keep an eye on that we'll possibly get a little bit more into it on the next episode uh, and I also mentioned Elaine Vigneault, the Flyers head coach, former Flyers head coach. He gets relieved of his duties on Monday. Uh, so what's next for this Philadelphia Flyers team who's now lost eight straight games? Not too pretty on the ice here in Philadelphia. So we have a lot of 76ers talk to to discuss throughout the week here uh, with a big matchup looming over the weekend on Saturday night in Philadelphia. I'm sure the Wells Fargo Center will be sold out and that will be a lot of fun nationally televised game at 8 30 eastern on abc so we have that game to preview for the 76ers throughout the week we have two other games midweek with the second matchup against charlotte on wednesday and then the 76ers come home thursday night welcoming in donovan mitchell rudy gobert and the utah jazz so make sure you're following the show make sure you're following me at wise rye on twitter a lot to discuss Uh, And we'll do it with an extra pep in our step because the Eagles set the tone for the week and they get the win behind Gardner Minshew, 33-18. to All right, thank you all once again for tuning in to another episode of the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Have a great rest of your day and night, uh, and I'll catch you on the next episode right here with me. Peace. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 